know you want. But don't get between me and the bloodline. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Look at that kitty cat. What's your cat's name, Jenny? Roxy. Oh, that's a good cat name. She has a lot of moxie. Roxy Raccoon. <laughs> she's very pretty. She's an asshole. Most aren't most. Yeah, I mean, she's a cat. Pets, though. I, mean, I was just... playing Animal Crossing earlier, and she just like leaned over and bit my hand for no fucking reason whatsoever. <laughs> oh, there was a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what you did. You'll find out later. <laughs> All right, so what's the name of this episode? Is Dogs of War? <laughs> That's why my cat left. She heard the Dogs of War were here. Where my dogs of war at? Right here, dogs. Um, dogs of war. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, it was okay. Like it was okay. One thing I will say about this episode is two thirds of it. Should have taken place before this final arc, I think. B, what do you mean? Explain that. So there's basically three, it's three different parts to this episode. Mm-hmm. One part is the Nagus thing. Yes. One part is the uh, insurgency on Cardassia. Yes. Part. And the other is kind of like, I guess Julian and. Esri, kind of. Yes, and then then you can even say there's like a subplot about them getting a new ship. Yeah, like but I mean, like they, the one, they don't do anything with it, though. Yeah. They just get it, and it sits there in dry yeah. dock. It's like, man, look how awesome this new car is that we have. Let's just leave it here in the driveway. We're not going to go If you guys anywhere. come back and watch next week, then we might fly it somewhere. Who knows? But I doubt it, though. That's crazy. We're not going anywhere. But yeah, there's only one episode left. You can't go anywhere. Or you just drive around the station a couple of times and be like, "All right, park it." When this, when the uh, the finale aired, did it air over two separate weeks, or was it a two part uh, special two hour finale? That's a good question. I don't recall. It's actually I was looking that up earlier. I don't want to look at the Wikipedia page and get spoilers. Oh, hold on, let me do it. I want to. I, I know how it turns out. I almost watched the entire episode right after Just, the last Oh, episode. it says the air date was June 2nd, 1999. So which then they, they is the day I graduated from college. Oh, let's look oh, at wow. that. Impressive. You graduated from college in 99? Yeah. How? How old are you, Dennis? I'm 43. What year did you graduate from high school? 95. I was going to say four years before that. Okay. I was so born in 1977, officer. Well, but I'm saying, so you're one of those. I'm totally legal to buy this alcohol. You're one of those kids that actually graduated from college in four years. That's impressive. I went to the Air Force Academy. You don't get the option. (laughs) A lot of people go to college for eight years, Bob. They're called doctors. I went to college and community college for quite a long time, and then I went to VCU for a a lot less time. So, college for uh, half a semester and then dropped out. How'd that work out for you? Uh, not great. Not great, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I got I you don't, you don't know if going to college would have made things any better. 
college is just college, really. College I mean, I pretty much had a free ride and I let it go. Yeah. So I think that it was that you. was a pretty big fuck up. Were you humping <laughs> the dean's son or something? Is that how you got your free ride? Yes. Free dick ride. <laughs> yeah. Free mustache ride. Hey yo. <laughs> I uh, had a full scholarship to the University of Alabama. Like all I had to do was show up, right? Uh-huh. To tra- I, tra- I was finishing up at junior college, got the scholarship. I'm good to go. My life is set now. And my dream of becoming a high school history teacher will finally come true. What a shitty dream. And, uh, well, you know, you got the Especially in Alabama. From. They don't yeah. have such a, a great regard for history. Oh, no, they do. You just <laughs> you talk about the aggression. War of Northern Aggression and World War II. As long as you know those two things, mm-hmm. you're, you're set. But um, and I figured slaves was happy and those northerners came down and took away them happy slaves. (laughs) But I ran a stop sign uh, on a a side road going through a neighborhood and Uh had a a collision with an Oldsmobile. And my I was driving my Chrysler LeBaron and he had his uh, Oldsmobile. What do you call him? uh, The 88. A color supreme. And uh, I did about thirty five hundred dollars worth of damage to his car. And I didn't have insurance because that's not required in the great state of Alabama. And uh, I had to drop out of school and get a job and pay for that. Hmm. Interesting. So, but look at back then, minimum wage was like two dollars an hour. So that's a lot of four twenty-five. Ooh. It's crazy to think that minimum wage in 2020 is seven dollars and twenty-five cents. Yeah. Right? It was three almost, almost twice that of what it used to be. Because <laughs> right. when I was a kid in 1995 working, it was four dollars and twenty-five cents an hour. Yeah. And even at 15, I was like, "This is slave wages." <laughs> and in fucking 30 years, it's gone up three dollars. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, uh, I I benefited from the fact that three dollars. My uncle runs one of the best-known body shops in that area. And so he came out and was like, well, we can go ahead and just not even bring insurance into this, and we'll just go ahead and take care of it for you. And the guy was like, "I," right. And I thought, oh, great, you know, I'll get the thing fixed. I, You know, it's not going to cost as much. And then my uncle was like, all right, so you owe me uh, $3,500, and uh, the way you'll pay for that is working in the shop on the car. And so I basically did a good deal of the repairs on the car that I hit. This sounds like a movie, like a shitty 80s movie. It was a shitty 80s life, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Ma- this the, uh, the pitch to NBC and Seinfeld that uh, this guy has a car accident with a guy and he has to be his butler for a year? That was a different thing, though. But this is also a scene in Fast Times at Ridgemont High when they crash Hollywood's Trans Am, Spicoli and his brother, and he's like, my dad's a TV repairman, I can totally fix it. Like, this, like this, is, the, this is that scene played out. Uh, it was May 4th, 1991. So, I, oh. I, if I time travel, I know exactly the day that... It, it's like the Marty McFly accident, because that set off the chain reaction. Yeah, but at the same time, too, everything. Aren't, aren't you happy the way your life is now? Like... Yeah, that's a dangerous yeah. question to ask anybody middle-aged, Bob. You're far better off now as a... Well, here's the thing. I wouldn't trade what I've I've lived for anything. But now that I'm toward the end of it and with whatever else is going on health-wise and stuff, 
if I could go back to May 4th, 1991 and just get a do-over, remember all this life. It was a good life. I enjoyed it. I'm going to die in a couple of years anyway. That's, you know, so, the people that say they're going to die in a couple of years. Taurus has been saying that for 10 years. You're not, <laughs> you're not going to go because... We're still dealing with them. Yeah, they're not going <laughs> to let you go, man. I wore that stupid thing for two weeks, and I got to pull it off yesterday, and I've got this huge bruise now on my chin. I'm like, this is, this is not fun. This, this definitely stopped being fun at some point. So. Look, man, all I'm saying is if you want to go, you're not going to go. That's how it normally works. I mean, I've, I've you know, been on the way three times now, at least. Well, you came back, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I have. Here's the thing. It's like I told somebody. Deep Space Nine. I don't, I have no problem dying. It's just the staying dead. Is, I haven't been able to accomplish that. So once again, my string of failures, I can't even die correctly. So what happens to you Jews when you die? Like, where do you guys go? <laughs> drink for this show. I'm just what asking because it's different for everybody, die. right? Where do you? Well, no, it's the same thing that happens to you. They, uh, you know. I don't believe nothing. They, you know, drop you in a box or they cremate you and then uh, you're done. But it's... you don't go to heaven, though, because you guys don't believe in Jesus. What? So you guys burn in hell? Yes, yes. Well, we don't believe in hell either, so. So where do you guys go? What do you do? No, it's, it's complicated because no one knows. And so <laughs> no one knows what the world, what the next world is, because no one's been there. No one's, you know, no one's been back. I look um, really red on this camera, by the way. What the hell? It's, there's something in the light. Something. Okay, go ahead. But, go ahead, Ben. But um, there's, there's different theories. Like there, there's a, a reckoning that you have to go through oh, that Lord. takes a, a year or there's um, a, a, like a heaven year or like an actual 365 just, day just year. A, a straight up uh, 365 so it's, it's, it's a leap year so time in jewish heaven is the same as it is on no, this is still occurring on earth yeah we don't know we don't know so in so the big thing is we don't know what there's a lot of theories what is it ultimately say? nobody knows okay and so for that reason you're not supposed to focus on what comes next. You're supposed to focus on now and try to make this world as, as much of an improvement to it as you can. Hey, that sounds like nice. Re repair the world, help uh, keep things going, and, because you don't know. And sure, there may be great yeah. things on the next side. Is sounds it like going to hurt to take something? No, everything's great. It's, there's Did nothing there. Is high on something? Because, yes. So what do Muslims <laughs> believe, Dennis? What do you guys do when you die? Heaven. That's it? Or hell. That's it? Pretty much. You guys don't have, like, an in-between, like the Catholics do with the purgatory? No, I, so. I think that's just Catholic stuff. That's Catholic. And make sure that you know that there's no easy way out. There ain't no easy way out. <laughs> See, that's always been the thing that concerned me about the Christians, where it's just like, oh, the next world is so great, and it's just like... Well, that's because they're trying to trick poor people. That's all. Well, that yeah, is. but you focus on that, and it's just like un unless you guys, you know, you had to quickly, you a confession. yeah, well, you, you had to quickly make suicide a mortal sin. Otherwise, oh, everybody go like, yeah, <laughs> fuck this. I'm going to the cities of gold. Hell yeah, man! I'm going to my big mansion in the sky. I went to my wife's um, 
grandfather's church and they had like it was like the church for like 15 people and like their family had built it it was this yeah. little building or whatever it was cool my, my but, grandmother had one of those I think they're like southern baptists or something and all their church all their hymnals and songs were about mansions in the sky <laughs> i was like is this a religion or like a real estate company like what's happening here well no it's the same thing they make you sit there for two hours while they give you this pitch yep give you the hard sell and then you get the free I'm vacation sure. But I mean, it, makes, it makes sense though, because I mean, if you I live like in this. if you live in squalor and basic bullshit, yeah. the idea of going to a mansion in the sky sounds awesome as fuck. And <laughs> my know? reward's not here. Make not your reward here on earth, but uh, put your treasure in heaven. Yeah, um, that's how they converted all those slaves back in the. Why, the that's it, why so many black people are hardcore Christians now. Is because when their ancestors were slaves, they were. Had to become ultra religious because things were so terrible. They I had prefer, to believe something was better. I prefer the Nat Turner version of uh, African American Christianity, which is fucking let's kill all the white people. <laughs> I'm Moses, and they are the Egyptians, and we gonna fuck them up. That's, I'm really that. surprised. There's a very close to my house. There's Nat Turner Boulevard. It's like that's hmm. that's interesting. I guess it is Newport News. Yeah, I mean. I, 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 it, I, I what are you trying to say, Turner, Dennis? Turner deserves a street more than Robert E. Lee. Was this a guy in, I'm not in the 60s that. or something? No, Nat Turner was, he, he led, led a slave, slave revolt, revolt in what, York County or something like that in Suffolk? Where wow. he was an educated African American man. Dennis, do you, do you know the story? Because I don't want to black explain this. No, <laughs> go ahead. No, you can do it. You do it. I don't, I really don't know all the you particulars. Do it. You do it. I didn't grow up around here, so I didn't. I wasn't educated on that kind of. They try to so, hide it as much of that as possible. When okay, so this is why I've I've never heard of it because I'm from Alabama. Okay, <laughs> this so, is like an uprising. Better not so let that get out. Nat Turner was a slave in Virginia, and he was an educated slave, and he could read and write, and he would read the Bible and stuff to other slaves, and he would kind of focus on the ideas of the African, the enslaved Africans being the uh, the chosen ones and the white masters being the egyptians so he led a revolt and killed like 30 some odd people maybe he killed like 30 slave masters and then they caught him and killed him and then after that that's when they started doing rules about like slaves can't be educated slaves can't read the whole bible just bit just tell them bits and pieces of it like the safe part about obeying thy master and shit like that and they wouldn't let like large numbers of african americans kind of group together out of fear of revolt approximately 120 sl slaves and free blacks were killed by militias in the aftermath yeah it was but crazy. during the this is august of 1831 yeah the uh rebellion of black slaves that took place in Southampton County, Virginia. And the rebels killed between 55 and 65 people, at least 51 of whom were white. Mm -hmm. The rebellion lasted uh, two months. Okay. Yeah. And then that's, yep, state legislators yeah. passed the laws. Wow. That's when they were like, yeah, we ain't doing this no more. <laughs> so they, and that's and why, like, they would it, kind of, they would kind of spoon feed Christianity it required African. white ministers to be present at all yeah. worship services. Yeah. Wow. It's interesting. I didn't man. get that lesson either. Yeah. I grew up in Maryland. I, I, got I was going to say, you're closer to this than I They don't want I you to know the real history, Jenny. They just told that. us about the Underground Railroad. They were so proud. 
that it was it was happening right here in our backyard they didn't like they kind of brushed it under the carpet that like it was because we had slaves like oh but like all this history is happening right here we're part of the north we we won (laughs) (laughs) but yeah but but, yeah we had slaves yeah of course a lot of the um a lot of the tourist industry in charleston at least when i was a kid was based around plantations Mm -hmm. so they have like middleton place and you know all these all these other places and we'd go on school trips and stuff they didn't really mention much about slavery <laughs> when we walked around there. I'm like, look at this really nice house. And is this where the workers slept? Yeah. The workers? The unpaid uh, interns? Yes. But a lot of that is because... They got college credit. <laughs> but a lot of that is because of the way the Southerners were kind of allowed to rewrite history like in all the books like that's why you mm-hmm. hear like happy slaves and shit like that like it well, wasn't that bad and the daughters because, of the confederacy yeah with full on you know raging hard on for this whole pro-southern lost cause thing where they would review textbooks mm-hmm. and like they had to the textbooks had to either be printed in the south or had to give a positive view of the south and if yeah. you were too negative and interesting. Uh, you, you, I don't know, women. This is why you shouldn't have let them vote. This is all in the 1920s. You let them start voting. Next thing you know, Southern lost cause. We're fine. The loss. Done. Statues of. Don't quit now. Quit when Voyager starts, dummy. <laughs> Because they got a woman captain. At least get through the good stuff. But again, Dennis, I agree with you to to kind of wrap it back around to our original statement. Was yes, I, I agree. I think two thirds of this episode should have happened months yeah. ago. Yeah, the whole Julian and Esri thing, the the Negus thing. Let that be the last thing that happens before we start getting serious about the ending this series. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it did. Like this whole episode was like a, a tonal shift because you had, and it was even weird during the episode because you have like this weird quirky love story when mm-hmm. Harry met Sally thing going on. And then you have the grand Nagus and whoops, I thought you were your brother thing. Uh Oh, and here comes Brent going to give everybody pedicures. And then you have, a fucking revolutionary battle happening all in the same episode. Like it doesn't really make sense. There's an insurgency in the streets of. Although one part of that insurgency was hilarious. When the, uh, when the bomb goes off, there's this one guy, he's like walking and trying to get out the way. And he walks directly into the explosion. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? I went the wrong way. I got turned around. <laughs> can we can we reshoot that? No, we blew up the set. It's one take, Timmy. <laughs> I was actually worried that it was Garrick when it happened. I was like, the first time I saw it, because I watched it parts of it again today, and uh, I thought it was Garrick. I was like, oh no, did they kill Garrick? Did he walk into the explosion? If this doesn't give you like a rock hard on for the idea of like a six episode. Kira Norris guerrilla warfare series then I don't know what would like watching her kind of like lurk in the shadows and oh yeah was amazing she had the, the evil Kermit yeah like why can't I, I feel like she's just been wasted she's been neutered by this whole 
fucking yeah. stupid Odo thing. Like, this is the Nerese yeah. I want to see. I want to see She Nerese. could have been this badass the entire show. Yeah. And they were holding back on us. Yeah. <laughs> like, watching her fucking kill people and like, oh, I know what to do. What is the closest Jem'Hadar barracks? And you're like, this isn't going to be good. Like, <laughs> You've you know, become a legend. You might as well have started, like, as soon as she said that, like, the, the door soundtrack from, like, Apocalypse Now should have just started, like, the end. Doom, 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 doom. And the fucking helicopter spinning. Like, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Then I have to see a scene later, like, Esri and Julian uh, kind of, yes, let's just be best friends. <laughs> Wouldn't it be just better if we were just friends forever? We could just pass notes in class. That's, that's all we need. We can hold hands, though. We'll be friends. I can fantasize about about Miles. And then there was another part of the episode where we have the moment of uh, Julian has to tell Odo. Odo what happened to him. Yeah, I was going to get to that. I thought that was going to be a bigger kind of elephant in the room, but it was just yeah. like, all right, no, this is done with. I'm, I'm sure hopefully it'll play a bigger role next episode. You won't take matters into your own hands? No, I won't. Have you okay. watched? Have you watched this show for seven years? Like, do you, <laughs> this is what they do. They take things into their own hands. Right. Well, I thought it was kind of you know it was a, a pretty strong statement there. You know, when Odo, you know, it was interesting that you know the Federation doesn't condone the actions of Section Thirty One, but well, you know, can't can't really uh, do anything yeah. about it now. That was the benefit that was a from it. Scene. That, yeah, that was, was cool. Scene. Yeah, that was really good. But then to think like this whole chain of events kind of started because someone went out and did something rash because Ezri Dax basically stole a runabout and went to find Worf. Mm-hmm. Like that was the kind of kickoff moment of this whole arc. So yeah. no, we're not, we're not, I'm not, I promise. I won't do anything. Scout's honor. I'm not going to do anything crazy. I promise. Who, me? Fingers crossed behind his back. <laughs> Like he makes a third arm from his back. And yeah, that's, that's, that's what it was. Because I'm a shapeshifter. <laughs> I'm a chameleon man. I'm nice. a hot, heavy rat. I will say there's one thing in this episode that I really enjoyed is the appearance of black Cardassians. <laughs> <clears throat> the first one to... being the, the legate who's Broca. Uh, promoted. And who actually, I thought he looked familiar, so I looked it up. Mm-hmm. He's Benny from Total Recall. Yep. What? <laughs> wow. Yeah. He's That's the cab awesome. driver. Ooh, you. <laughs> and who's the, uh, he was also in. Um... Who cares? That's, that's the only <laughs> notable role that anybody needs. To I got eight kids, man. He was on a lot of, uh, what do you call them? Uh, I lied. The TV shows. Back in the 90s. He was great. Yeah. I yeah. Oh, he was in Jessica Jones. Oh, I didn't know that. All right. Really? Yeah. Benny. Benny? He played Benny and Jessica Jones? No, I'm just saying. I'm just Benny. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, because I was, I, he looked even, it's weird because he looked familiar under the makeup. I was like, who the yeah. fuck is that guy? Yeah. And I just couldn't place him. And the other one, Star Trek is it's almost like the masked singer. It's like, yeah. (laughs) Well, the makeup budget on this episode must have been ridiculous because they had a thousand extras. And they were all Cardassian. But um, after after they blew up the uh, the barracks, and Damar was given his uh, 
rally, you know, pep rally to all the That's Kardashians right. yeah, out yeah, there, yeah. there was the one uh, Bruno Mars looking guy. Yeah. Who was in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. It's the mom. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that dude. I was he like, oh, yeah, like, man, black Kardashian. He looked like Bruno Mars or like Morris Day, but those guys are kind of interchangeable at that yeah. point anyway. Yeah. Did you ever see um uh, the uh, the Clint Eastwood movie about um uh, Granada? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. Heartbreak Ridge. Th- yeah, I think he that Cardassian looked like one of the guys in Heartbreak Ridge. I thought you were gonna say Mario Van Peebles. No, no, come on, Dennis, I'm not that racist. <laughs> I know what Mario. A made. little bit, no, Dennis. I won't stand for that. Um, no, he looked like one of the other dudes in that movie. I can't, I mean, they all kind of, like, it was basically Mario Van Peebles, the guy who gets killed, and Swede. <laughs> Those yeah. are the only guys I sweet, remember. Sweet, sweet, yeah. sweet, sweet. You don't need to know anybody else yeah, from that. Yeah, Lift your chin up higher, and then he punches him in the face. I'll be reporting to the brig, sir. Yeah, that movie is great. I love that movie. Why do we like that movie? Talk though? about a dad movie. That's a yeah. dad movie right there. <laughs> That's why I like it because my dad liked it. Because <laughs> like, I was just gonna ask, like, why do we like that movie? Like, that, that movie doesn't make any well, sense. It's a white dad movie because uh, when I was a kid, I never saw it. I only saw it when I went to college. Okay. And all my friends who had white dads were like, "Oh, this is a great movie." Now, and what's so a, what's a black dad movie then? Uh, they don't make a lot of those. Really? That's a bummer. Yeah. I guess uh, Boys in the Hood. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's it? That's where you guys start? Pretty much. Not even like Dolomite or? No. Nothing? Maybe a Melvin Van, Van Peoples movie. I mean, sweet, you know, Mario's sweet, dad. Sweet, Sweetwater's badass song or whatever. Not Harlem Nights. That's not a dad movie. I guess Harlem Nights. You don't have to give me It's not really things. a dad movie though. Right? No, it's, well, no. I mean, Richard Pryor, there's a bunch of old black actors in it. Yeah. Red Fox, Richard Pryor, Red Fox. The white dads in particular love like uh, war type movies, yeah. you know, especially we, Vietnam era, Reagan era type war movies. They love it. Top we had a movie night toward the end of boot camp where they wheeled in the television and we could do uh, training films and they would just let us have a movie night. Flash dance. And this was like week five or week six of boot camp. Who was camp the Navy? Where- <laughs> it, it was Heartbreak Ridge. And uh, it's like, okay. Heartbreak Ridge is good, man. That's the first time I'd seen it. Sweet. During basic training at the academy, we had uh, on the 4th of July, they gave us a movie night, and uh, it was Glory, which was awesome. Yeah, that's a good movie. I, well, I think I probably saw Heartbreak Ridge much too young. I saw that movie as a, as a very impressionable young man. He was the yeah. Ayatollah of Rock and Roller. <laughs> <clears throat> I, to this day, I still use Mongolian clusterfuck. Yeah, as it's, a term. It's foobar. But yeah, um, where are we here? Um, the beginning of this episode of Star Trek. We kind of we kind of got the main points of it. I mean, yeah. like Dennis is exactly right. There's no need for this. Yeah, I liked the Nagus stuff going on, but it just felt like you said out of place in this. Like it was like, why are we doing this now? There's just Halfway one episode through left. Season. Yeah, this is the penultimate episode of the series. You know, this like, this yeah. is it. 
you could have given me this episode as an episode with the Julian story and mm-hmm. the and the other one together somewhere else in season seven and then give me more because we haven't seen gold ducat and what's her face no in three yeah. episodes they set that whole thing up and then just dropped it well yeah, she was re- she had long research yeah but what are they what is she doing like i want to know got, that's a lot of reading she's more important to me in the grand scheme of things than the nagus like i don't care about the nagus and julian's love life i want to know what's going on with that shit or just show me a whole episode of Norris blowing shit up on Cardassia. Yeah. Because that was hot to death. Like for like you said, as intense as that A story was, these B and C stories were they corny. The shit was corny. So it was corny. It was good to see the uh, you know, it was I'm not sure if this was the first episode where it happened, but uh, Jeffrey Combs playing two characters in the same episode. You think he got two checks for that or what? No. That's a bummer. I, I've actually asked all the actors I've ever met who do these two part or, or these two character episodes if they get multiple. Ch- Brent Spiner was the first one, and he looked at me like I hate. He was mentally challenged and was just like, "Well, he looks at everybody that way, though." Unless you're Manny's, he's like, "He's like, girlfriend. no." But now that you said it, I, they probably should have. Then he looks like a nice. wolf daddy. He's, arr, he's coming for you. <laughs> Because then in Brent Spiner's eyes, you turn into like a big hot dog, Jack. <laughs> He's going to eat you up. So where I think the uh, Grand Nagus story would have been great is uh, as the B story in maybe Bada Bing, Bada Bang. Maybe. Because everybody else is in the holodeck. So what's he doing? Yeah. Right. While well, they're does- in the holodeck, he's doing his bullshit. Well, doesn't he show up in the holodeck at some? No, Cisco shows up in the holodeck to kind of yeah. to take the plan over. Nog is the only, the only Ferengi that goes into the holodeck during that whole thing. That makes sense. Or in Chimera, the one before it, where the, uh, where the other changeling comes and tries to get Odo to leave with him. Yeah. I did like how they used the cave again in this episode. We got to see the cave. Get to use that cave ledge because that was the beginning the of the cave episode. Of massacre. The beginning of the episode started off hot. You're like, oh shit, this is gonna be some serious stuff. They got people getting killed and all this crazy shit. Like, what's gonna happen here? And then we transition to a love story. Like they're kind of just goofing off on the deck with each other. Like, <laughs> I told Stephanie, I was like, yeah, no problem telling Miles that he loved him. Right. Spit it out, dummy. Swallow it, whatever. Yeah. Or spit it back into Miles's mouth. Yeah. Snowball. <laughs> yeah, whatever they're into. I'm not kink shaming. I mean, you do you, baby. Yeah, swap it till it melts, baby. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Go play on Alamo. Did everybody else start singing Love in an Elevator when they were making out, though? <laughs> or was it just me? No, I Did- was fucking done with them I was like <laughs> come on man that was the only entertainment i got out of the whole fucking thing i did enjoy Worf's reaction to the whole thing like because he's you know, a child if, and she's confused because you know if Worf would have had the ability he would have cut the cord of the elevator and just sent them plumbing you to their deaths <laughs> with his bat left now does Worf love Ezri here i mean because Worf is killed he'll kill again it doesn't matter to him 
Does Worf love Esri still? I just killed the Chancellor of the Klingon Empire. Like what's You're a stupid? lieutenant yeah, on a yeah. backwater space station. Kill his ex. That'll happen. He goes OJ on her. <laughs> Julian Goldman. Yeah, like they find a batleth at the seed and like the gloves don't <laughs> fit and stuff. And <laughs> Martog helped him. Martog's driving the fucking yeah. runabout. The runabout real slow. <laughs> <laughs> I got Worf in here. He's got a batleth to his throat. He's going to kill himself. He just wants to see his mama. <laughs> <laughs> you got a couple of defiant class ships like you know they're slowly like right behind it chasing dennis will you photoshop that dude <laughs> <laughs> just take out, take out the white bronco and put in uh the fucking defiant put in like a, a fucking oh. uh a warbird on the list <laughs> I feel like everybody's not into this tonight. Are we not into this episode? Everybody seems kind yeah, of zapped. It, it, it was just, it was, so, I'm, I'm still looking at notes from the episode and it's just like, it, it was just, it felt so disjointed and all over the yeah. place. Like there wasn't like, uh, usually the, 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 the ones I really like are when we start out together, we split off to the A and B stories, maybe a small C, right? And then it just kind of, intermingles back together at the end i felt like these were a bunch like, of like, thematic stories that they couldn't fit into another episode anywhere else in the season it's like oh this will just be be in the sea story for this crazy shit going on in cardassia we was there an a story though jenny not really it was, they were it all be b stories split. it no, should I have think... been them on cardassia yeah that's the a story i think well that's what it's supposed to be but i'm just saying it, even that didn't feel like the, the, the a story even it almost actually felt like the Ferengi story was... I felt like they spent a little bit more time on that than anything else. This, it was... I totally the game. appreciated it like earlier in the season. That could have been an entire episode by itself. Mark and his make Ferenginar great again. So Yes. <laughs> I mean, he's a libertarian. He was so mad that they're collecting taxes and they're giving it to the poor. Like it's we America is a fucked up place when we are right of Ferenginar at this point. Like because they have like social fucking uh, parachutes and Medicare and all that shit. You, know, like, you hear how he stopped him short of yeah. saying healthcare for every what? No, <laughs> he didn't. He didn't let him say healthcare for every. We everyone. are right of Ferenginar. Like what kind of fucking world is that? Greed. <laughs> Greed world. Well, no, that was one of the things when, back when we first met the Vorta, right? And we didn't know that they, you know, we were still getting this whole Jim Hadar thing or whatever, right? And Cisco and uh, Quark were captured. And th they're having it out. And Quark basically puts Cisco in his place when he starts, you know, he's like, you know, you guys use nuclear weapons on yourselves. You had slavery. You had all this murder and stuff. We never did that. You know, we're just capitalists. That's it. You guys were, you know, way out there. And that's why you hate us. Yeah. Because we're better than you. As you ain't us? <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, it was, it was kind of telling. And so, yeah, we are, like you're saying, Bob, we're right of... Ferengar, 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 Ferengar. I can't. I don't know why Fringar. I can't say that. 
I don't know. It was. It seems odd to me as well that his mom is like dating the Nagus. He always yeah. talks about everything happening on Ferragnar. That Cork has no idea what's happening there. I found yeah. that really odd. Like that was just a, like he reads the news. Like he knows yeah. what's going on with the stocks and the. Market. These are some big things. Yeah, and like but for I him, feel like to be- he probably just lost touch with like the current politics what's going on back home but that would impact the business side like whenever we have uh, anybody even talks about a tax increase here the market tanks like you would figure that some cork would have seen some businesses like uh you know trying to reinvest or well i kind of wonder if like maybe the the war happening has kind of changed like what his focus is on or something or like you don't get in touch with home he's getting yeah makes sense i can see that but i don't know because they set up a congress it does seem like they did a lot a lot of big things that he yeah like oh they 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 went all north carolina and removed the the executive power from the nagus (laughs) um because there was going to be a new nagus so this is like well 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 let, let the legislative branch get more power because uh, well it also yeah. kind of it seemed odd too to some extent that um that yeah because the last time we saw them uh, Moogie was putting in these things anyway mm-hmm. like and like he was talking they were about just there like 10 episodes ago yeah, and they were talking about like unionizing the the bar and all this stuff so it's for him to be completely like what is happening to our people? Like we already kind of had this whole th- go round. They get thing. that much shit changed in that short of time. Like they, why they... can't we do that in this fucking country? <laughs> <laughs> I bet the minimum wage ain't three bucks an hour higher there in forty years, <laughs> right? Although to the Cork's credit, or you know, to kind of explain everything, he did kind of admit he's been kind of sleepwalking, you know, for last little bit mm-hmm. because he's he's allowing you know he's like i haven't raised prices in forever and haven't sexually harassed anybody in a long time <laughs> like, happened to me they're yeah. just they're just republicans basically like they're of cork is just a republican i haven't grabbed anybody by the pussy in a yeah long like time. what cancel is wrong culture's coming for him yeah right. like i'm not trying to cancel uh election results in a state that I lost by 150,000 votes, I'm just gonna not trying to throw out the whole but black, the vote. black I wonder, vote. I wonder yeah. if Cork is still yelling that he actually won. <laughs> I'm a Grand Nagus. I won. You know, I mean, I would have won. Season eight. If, yeah, I would have won if it wasn't for that for Wayne County. Wayne County for Ragnar. They they totally blew it for me. What if? And I'm just saying, what if? All the black votes only counted for three fifths. It's in the Constitution. <laughs> Ferengi episodes. Is this that's gonna be like our last Ferengi episode, basically? Yeah. As much fun as we had with the Ferengi episodes. No, the they Ferengi don't... show up in Voyager, don't they? I think they're in Voyager, mm-hmm. aren't they? Yeah. For one episode. One Man, time. like in a good show. We'll make sure you review that one, Jenny. Because that was the one where, uh, what's his name? They're just referenced in Picard, or Cork is. I don't, I don't think we see any Ferengi in Picard. There's a Ferengi in Lower Decks. 
Yeah, because we meet him in that episode that I watched. Yeah. I watched three. It was only yeah. ten. I watched a third of the series almost. I haven't watched any Discovery yet. I was even telling Stephanie, I was like, why are we watching Discovery? I, I don't know why I'm not watching it either, honestly. Just, yeah, I'm just not. Oh, I've I've been like usually when I finish recording this uh the door trick show, if I'm not exhausted, I will immediately click over to uh uh CBS All Access and watch Discovery. I'll just watch Get So on. emotional this season. Oh my god. So emotional. It's, it's it's good though. People crying all over the place. Man. And uh what's the guy's name? Uh Ralph. Sure. He would no, he was in the original Mummy movie as one of the desert warriors that were guarding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now I know no. who you're talking about. The Rock. It's The Rock. Yeah. One of the Egyptian guys. Yeah. Well, no. He Well, was he? Or were they some were kind they of Coptic? Egyptian? He's really Puerto Rican, but he can play Egyptian yeah. or Native American. Well, no, he's he's Israeli, but he... Uh, Odin yeah. Fair. Oh yeah, who did? Right. He he plays uh, a character on Discovery now. So. Well, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, he's handsome. I okay. So Jenny and and so you saw the Mummy in back in '99 mm-hmm. or whatever when it came out. Mm-hmm. It has been my experience. Every woman who saw that movie, then or since, that he's the guy that they remember. Like Brendan Fraser's good, but it's just like like you just did the. I mean, anything I mentioned, Odin Fair in. If they don't know his name, and I'm like, oh, you know the 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 yeah. the desert warrior dude and the mummy. Oh, and there's this reaction, and I'm like, really? Is he that hot? Uh, so there's a meme going around. I'll see if I can find it because it it goes through waves every once in a while, mm-hmm. and I'm just, I've been seeing it again a lot recently. It waves says, have come. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it says. Um, my sexuality can be defined as the cast of the mummy 1999. And it just has a picture of like the four main characters. So is this guy, is that guy, he's clearly taking the place of the other love interest guy then. Cause they even look the same. He's not, I thought for sure he'd be taking what's his name's place. Cause they even kind of give you the same vibe. No, no, he's, uh, he does look a bit like Ash Tyler, but yeah, he's giving me an Ash Tyler vibe. He's definitely not the love interest. All right. Oh, and he's older than me, so I feel better about my wife. Well, Ben, you're you that's the way I feel about this podcast when I'm like, oh yeah, he's the hot one. Ben McCormick. No, I shave. I'm good. I like you that way. Everything I, I, I realized after I shaved that I have some Nixon jowls developing, so it's just like, nope. Time to just not eat for another couple of months. Yeah, man. I mean, it's gonna end up that way anyway, probably, because the food shortages. <laughs> so you'll be fine. You can live I, off your stored body fat. Come on. As I have powdered food that gives me all the nutritional requirements. Are you a, needed. You're, a you're an apocalypse planner, Ben? You got powdered. Uh, no, I was actually using it to try to lose weight, but then I realized that it's like, oh, I've got in a stack of boxes like this high mm-hmm. enough food for you know nine, ten months. Did you build a bomb shelter underneath your apartment? Is that a go bag? <laughs> I do have a go bag, but I've I've had that since. Uh, you know, the war on terror began. It's stuffed with cream pies. Well, that's the problem. It's just like I opened up as so moon why? pies. 
It's just cream pies and pies. lube. Moon pies all the way down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jenny, that's a, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty accurate. Yeah. I, I want to see. I want to see. I sent you guys lady. Oh, she looks like Jordana Brewster, but I don't, she's somebody different. Rachel Weiss. No, no, no. The, the other Egyptian one? girl. Yeah. She's super hot. I don't know who that is. Wasn't she in something else? Probably. I don't know. She looks like Jordana Probably Brewster who's in Fast and the Furious movies. See, I always thought Brendan Fraser, I mean, he, he just really got screwed over by Hollywood. He, I never liked him. I always liked him. <laughs> it just comes out and says, hey, man, fuck that guy. I don't like him. He's okay with me. Captain overacting. God, that's 21 years ago. I'm trying, who did girl? That movie can drink now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I never saw this movie. Really? really? Never not bad. Because that was one of the high points. And I'm, you know, I'm not saying the only high point because there were you know, a lot of awesome things on that trip. But when we went to Universal Studios, the mummy ride was absolutely one of my uh, favorite experiences. I thought that was uh, like kind of too much. Really? I love that you go through the, the tomb no, and the archaeology that, that was the one that you were like, fuck this. I'm done. <laughs> they tricked us into getting on a roller coaster that scared the oh. shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, I'm bitter about things like okay. that. <laughs> I saw the mummy and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll just watch Indiana Jones. Like, that's just how my brain works, it's, though. It's kind of in the same vein, but it's kind of more like hokey like intentionally yeah. hokey and kind of more funzy sort of thing i wish they had gone that direction with their dark universe the expanded universe bullshit that they were trying oh, to do a mummy, couple of years ago mummy movie was pretty it awful, was though. it was trash but if you had built it around this kind of mummy movie and if you'd had if you'd remade all of the classic 1930s uh universal horror movies which they were going to try to do with the dark universe. They have a vampire. They were going to have Frankenstein. They were going to have Frankenstein. Uh, Who's Frankenstein? Frankenstein. You know Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein. He's my accountant. Yeah. But uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> Torres and I saw the Mummy movie together, and it wasn't good. Oh, the new one. Yeah, the company was fine. The movie, not good. How did he... He didn't know her, man. Like, why is he going to do all that stuff for some chick that he just met? Like, that was my... Like, make that his ex-wife or something that he left that dumped him because he was spending too much time archaeology in and around. You know what I'm saying? But it was just some piece of strange that just shows up. He's like, I really like her. I've never seen the new one. It was... It was. I heard so much trash about it. It was okay. Trust me, I'm in the tank for Tom Cruise movies, but not that one. It wasn't bad. I mean, there was just some, you know, I would have, I would have, I would have made that shit different, son. I was apprehensive about that Edge of Tomorrow movie that he was in. Yeah, mm-hmm. was pretty good. That was, you know, I've never seen it all the way through, and it kind of works for me because I've seen it like in chunks and out of order. So it's just like I'm time traveling through the episode or through the movie. So I've probably seen the whole thing. Tom Cruise is in that category of people now that I can't separate the person from the actor. Like he's just yeah. Tom Cruise. Like I don't care who he's playing. That's just Tom Cruise on the screen. Kind of like Sean Connery after a certain point where it's just like, oh, and here's like, the Scottish Russian sub captain. But and I here's like the Sean Scottish... Connery better than Tom Cruise. So I was yeah, fine with it. There was, yeah. Kind of like Even Pacino. though he was a piece of shit too. Sometimes you just have to slap a bitch. Sean Connery's the only other person I would want to see play Luther, just for the line, the gun's in the doll. The gun's in the doll. The gun's in the doll. But now we can't have it. 
Junior. Because he's dead. Dead, dead, dead. In his last words, as he lay on his deathbed, he looks up to his family and said, Harsh and Ford lives. <laughs> it's fun, too, that him and Alex Trebek died so close together because of the SNL sketch. Yeah. I like that people started sharing that, yeah. you know, best of moments from those. <laughs> yeah. Like, see you in hell. That's what killed him. Yeah. He couldn't bear it. Shuck it, Trebek. <laughs> Did you guys? Did you ever watch those David Poppy, those uh, David Ortiz clip I sent you on SNL of yes. uh, good stuff? Yeah, it's fun. It, it would help if I knew who the the player was more. Big Poppy, you're such a yeah. baseball fan, Ben. You don't know who Big Poppy is? I, I've Ortiz. heard of, I've heard of him. Yeah, but I just wins great. He great. I'm, I'm not a you know I don't pay that much attention to to Boston and New York teams. So he got he got shot in the back recently. Yeah, he got he almost got killed. Jesus. Yeah. It was mistaken identity. Because yeah, he wasn't wearing his mask? For anybody else. No, this was in Dominican last summer. Like yeah. he was he was in the Dominican doing something and mm-hmm. somebody rolled in and shot his ass, but they thought he who the fuck can you think? He's like six six. I know. Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah, he's but fucking- the guy who shot him was so like he was like, Oh my god, I can't believe I just shot David Ortiz. <laughs> I keep forgetting like how big these guys that- are. Big Poppy. Just I mean, a smidgen of pigeon, dude. That shit makes me. <laughs> if you ask him about steroids, all of a sudden he doesn't speak English anymore, though. Whatever, dude. <laughs> At least he's not stupid to get busted twice like Robinson Cano. But that's. Hey, at least the Mets don't have to pay him next year. And then Jeff McNeil can play his real position. Yeah. <clears throat> Trade Ahmed Rosario. I like Ahmed. I don't want to do Franc- that. Francisco Lindor. I don't want to trade Rosario. I like Rosario. Huh? Rosario sucks. (laughs) So, yeah. um, This Star Trek episode is kind of all over the place. And it's even... I don't want to say it's taken the wind out of our sails as a podcast, but I feel like it kind of has. Yeah. Like, we're all just kind of like, meh. I'm still over here looking at the... What do you call it? The... um, That website that has stuff about that show we watch. Uh, the the U-porn. memory alpha. You porn. That's what I said. And I was getting there. Well, the th- I mean, the thing about this episode is, for the good parts, they're mostly just talking about what they're going to do. You know, yeah. Like, oh well, the Dominion are pulling back, and so we're, we'll vote. And okay, we're going to attack. Cool. We'll do that next episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything's going to happen this week. I'll we, race you to, to Cardassia. Okay. Then we find out that um, she's pregnant at the end. She's pregnant, man. Because he didn't get his injection. Which I thought was really fun. They have male birth control in the future. Yeah, which was yeah. pretty awesome. That's important. Yeah, Cassidy, she's pregnant, man. She started freaking out about the prophets. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. She's like, but what What if the the baby... He's like, I am the emissary. But I mean, it's one of those things where it's easy to talk big game when it's just you, but then all of a sudden, yes. when a baby gets involved, suddenly. And I noticed she started doing the Cisco crazy talk as she was talking to him. <laughs> like, like he fucked the crazy into her because she's like, What if they hurt the baby? <laughs> what if they hurt the baby? Cisco is an incubus. <laughs> yes, just fuck the crazy right into her. I mean that happens. Yeah. Keep, keep, keep. 
I'll make you nuts like me. With my nut. Take <laughs> you, Jake. I, I, I like the housekeeper. I always, I always like a sassy housekeeper. And, I thought, when uh, I first heard her voice, I thought she was the lady who, um, you know, the movie Liar Liar? Uh huh. She was uh, Jim Carrey's secretary in that movie. God. She's been I in everything. Who, yeah, I know who you're talking she about. Jennifer Tilly? No, no, no. She was in DS9 before. She played a judge, a Bajoran judge. Become the judge. When uh, Become the judge. they were trying to arrest Dax for killing this guy, but it was uh, the old host. Yeah. Curzon is the one who was accused, but they were trying to put Chad Z in jail. And Haley. Uh, and, and Haney. Yeah. I don't know who that is. That lady. You'll know if you saw her. Okay, I'll look her up. The internet. You said her name's Anne Haley. Haney. H A N E Y. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, as soon as you see her, you're like that lady. Oh yeah, okay. I know yeah. who she is. She's dead. Dead. Well, oh, she was in Midnight at the Garden of Good and Evil. That movie sucked. What? Really? I love that movie. I love that movie. I'm not a big fan. Uh-huh. Well. And I- I, it's it's another one that's kind oh, of yeah. ruined now because Kevin Spacey. It yeah. was for Sean with Kevin Hitler. I forgot about that. That's oh, right. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> See, we always focus on him. Yeah. Got about Mrs. Hitler. Yeah. Mrs. Kevin Hitler. Well, she was dead, technically. Oh, she was on Mr. Belvedere, The Golden Girls, Blind Justice, Twilight Zone, Cold Steel, Elvis and Me. What the fuck? Um, Quantum Leap. She did it all, man. Yeah. Yeah. She got around. She did. She was a whore. She was a, an acting whore. She was great in The American President. Hey, man, what's that? Played Mary Steenburgen's mom in Herb. Hmm. In Herb? Yeah. She was in the new Psycho movie? Huh. I didn't see that. I heard it was terrible. Nobody saw it. They come up with new, thought new Vince versions. Vaughn was right for that role. Yeah. Yeah. Bad casting. Just watch the old one. Just watch the old one. That's all you need. Wasn't it a shot for shot shot remake? remake? Yes. Shot for shot. Then why? Except in color. Because they didn't have color when the original Psycho came. Oh, wait, they did. (laughs) It's an artistic choice. It's scarier in black and white. Shot for shot. It's a shot for shot remake. I never watched it. Yeah. And hey, Oh, Vigo Mortensen's in it. I like Vigo Mortensen. William H. Vigo. Macy. Huh. Vince Vaughn, like Anne H. Julianne Moore. Mm. Vigo mm. Mortensen, William That's H. A great Macy. Cast. For it to be such a sucky movie. That came out in 1998. Yeah, why Vince Vaughn? That doesn't make any sense to me. But I guess they were trying to show, like, oh, yeah, he He's can. He's great in Swingers. Yeah, he was great and made, and like, you know, that's what the um. I think it's the Jenny shaking her head. No, was he still small back then? Of True Detective, yeah, he He was still skinny. He plays like a mob boss in True Detective, and it's just not good. Who Vince Vaughn? Yeah, he's just not somebody I can take seriously. He he doesn't look like an imposing figure to me, and he, he I don't know. I guess that was kind of the point of Psycho, though. Well, he he doesn't come across though with that creepy vibe like Norman did. 
like uh, Norman Bates. What's his name? Anthony. Uh, I go Psycho uh, Killer. Norman Bates. Yeah, that's um. Yeah, Anthony Perkins. Anthony Perkins. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a looks like a scrawny little Bruce Banner looking guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just your, I mean, like an average nerdy schmuck that you know is into taxidermy and and killing women. Really harmless. Good movie though. The original. I just, I'll, good movie. I'll sit that's here. That's a hot take right there. It's, you were just like it was a good movie. Watch a hot take coming through. <laughs> it's no nuance November. Psycho, it was a good movie. Hot take, hot take. I will say I liked Rear Window more, though. I thought Rear Window was a better film. Yeah. The, the no, birds ruined my childhood the because my mother... That's so weird. Go ahead. I'm sorry. My mother saw that movie when, like, when it came out when she was a little girl. Uh-huh. And probably should not have seen it when she saw it. And because of that, it like traumatized her about birds for the rest of her life. So my sister and I would literally be playing in the yard and be called in and have to stay in the house because there were too many birds outside. Like if she saw too many of them on the, the power line, it's yeah. like, you kids get in here. Mm-mm. I wasn't traumatized by that movie at a young age. But if I see too many birds gathering yeah. in one you spot, trust them. I don't trust them. No. They're dinosaurs. <laughs> yes. I just watched birds. Best case scenario, you're going to get pooped on. Yeah. Or your eyes pooped. <laughs> Best case. Best case scenario. Yeah. I watched birds. Stephanie and I watched it like three weeks ago. Just to where I was, we were on Peacock. Oddly enough, yeah. we're like, "Hey, let's watch the birds." Okay. And Did it have watched... anything to do with Saturday Night Live? <laughs> no, we just this was before the SNL came out. We watched it on a Friday, and then somebody said that SNL did like a sketch about it that Saturday, which was odd. But yeah, we just watched right? the birds. It was great. Like I was just telling somebody the thing about my mother, and then that weekend it came on. Or the the SNL thing came on, and so Sunday I watched it. Yeah, it's a great film. That's the really... uh, the new Hitchcock movie. Everybody has this shared uh, experience. If that's not already a Black Mirror episode, it will be. Yeah, yeah, it's called Twenty Twenty. It's just another aspect of it. I really enjoyed. I fucked the polar bear. Okay. But yeah, so um, then this episode you. this episode just kind of ends, and then it's over. Your mic is still working. Oh. There's like 600 guest stars, and then it's just over. I, I like Damar. Yeah. No, like. I like the, the direction's character arc. The Damar stuff. The one thing I will say about that arc of their little story was like the way they were just kind of moping around. Like, mm-hmm. they think we're dead. We're just going to see you forever. <laughs> I got the hee haw thing in my head when they were laying there complaining about nobody. It's like gloom, despair, and agony on me. Whoa. This is the worst. They all think we're dead. And I bet they were saying that we're losers for even trying. She comes down and gives the. You've become a legend. Yeah, that was a dud. That was that was. My brother only- saw him on his secret mountain retreat. Yeah, Dumont had a good line there when he's like, "You have a secret mountain retreat." He's like, oh, "I was going to tell you guys about that." Uh, <laughs> it's a it's secret a surprise. Yeah, I thought that was fun. But yeah, that was the only part of that arc of the episode that I thought was dumb. But then the rest of it was awesome. Like. They blew up some shit. They killed a bunch of people. Like, it was great. Like, it would have been cool if instead of her coming in and giving them a pep talk in the basement, if she brought, like, some people who were like, hey, we heard that Damar's still alive. Like, the resistance still lives, Damar. You can do it, man. Let's do something. Yeah, I was really impressed with with that whole arc. I wish that would have been the whole episode because mm-hmm. that would have been really cool. Because, like, then they could have, like, They did a out. whole episode on that Section 31 thing when yeah. they didn't really need to, I don't think. Yeah. They should what have was the B story in that? 
There was no B story. A whole episode of like the three of them finding out that the resistance is actually still happening and it was all a consp- it's all a lie to kind of make the resistance look like it's been squashed in a, an uprising and then they all start singing Hamilton songs. That shit would have been dope, son. Because when he was giving his yeah. little speech, I was like, this is Hamilton. I'm just watching Space Hamilton. Just <laughs> you wait. Just you wait. Not giving away his shot. Yep, there's in the harbor now. Skeetle deedle boodle. <laughs> I like this cover. Yeah. Great. That shit now, does the, the changeling lady walk in like King George singing her part? Yeah, she's King George. Okay. Spitting everywhere. Yeah. Spitting everywhere, like pieces of her falling off. You'll be back with the Dominion. Yeah. Nope. Skin flake. <laughs> Not rose petals. It was good, man. Just it was good. Changeling was skin flakes. Gross. <laughs> you, know, Odo, you know Odo's going to get the cure to him somehow, some way. He's going to do it. He's going to fucking endure. I'm going to... Link with them. I'm going to... Link, link, link. I'm going to tell you. And I know this. <laughs> this is going to be a hot take. I got a feeling I'm not going to like the finale. I was thinking the same thing. I don't like, I don't know why. Like I'm maybe I'm, these last two episodes are setting us up, like lowering our expectations. Like it's it. just like a wah, wah, But wah. it's been a whole arc of like pretty good episodes. It's been and an then, arc of great episodes. Yeah. Last two have this. been uh, misfires for me. Yeah. yeah. To quote Dusty Rhodes. I got a lot of bad feelings about a lot of bad things. <laughs> like, I just think it's going to stink. I'm really afraid it's going to be bad. At least we know, I mean, Ducat and Ty Winter are coming back. They have to. Yeah. Um, That's the only thing I'm holding out for is like, all right, they know they got this hot closing out of that arc. So they're just leaving it. You know, on the mm-hmm. back burner, waiting to go to my face. You know, I'm a, okay. All right, because you know they're going to win the war, right? They're going to break through the lines. They're gonna they're gonna defeat the Dominion. You know, Odo's going to link with them somehow, so that might change their perspective on things. They're going to have one of those stupid moments. Um, there's gonna, you know, there's going to be like you know there's going to be like a flashback scene and there's going to be a big light and then people are going to start talking about time being cyclical and baseball and shit. I'm not even looking at Ben because I don't want him to give it away. But there's going to be some, there's going to be some scenes with 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 the the things that live in the wormhole and they're going to talk and it's going to be annoying. Prophets. And then as we're going to get married. Yeah. Like the prophets are going to be all like, what is time? That's what Julian calls Ezri's cooch. The wormhole. Yeah. No, that's her belly button. Yeah. So I'm just worried. I'm just worried it's not going to be great because it's because the the lead up has been so much. It's been so solid. Yeah. I'm nervous. So I think it'll be fine. Here's the here's the spoiler from the next episode. We cut back to. Uh, you know, Kai Wen, she's sitting there at her desk with the, these old dead books reading, and she closes the book and goes, huh, how about that? And then she walks out. <laughs> and that that's the one. You know, it was like, that was how they wrapped up. Bob Newhart wakes up next to Suzanne Plachette, and the phone rings, and he's like, what's going on? He's wearing a Starfleet uniform <laughs> from TNG. <laughs> goes what? to take a shower, yeah. and uh, the guy from Dallas is in there. Yep. And then they, they magically end up on the Enterprise Bridge, and then like, 
Riker and what's her name are like. Yeah, you, you have what You you have uh, um, Bob Newhart is the captain. You have uh, Bobby Ewing is the first officer. Oh, that'd be cool. I'd watch that. You know this this works. Yeah. It's like all of your dream episodes coming together. Tommy Newhart seems more like an admiral. You know, like he'll come in and do a uh, guest star role. At this point, ninety nine, maybe yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he's is. always been an admiral. Yeah. yeah, he's always been an admiral. I just think Tommy Westfall's the acting ends in Helmsman, you know, from St. Elsewhere. Mm-hmm. It, it just all... Uh, just tie them all together. Yeah. Then it's over. He's looking at a snow globe. Rosebud? Enterprise in it. <laughs> Rosebud? Yeah, I don't know, man. I just got Captain Newhart taps his badge. We can't hear the other half of the conversation, but he's talking to the admirals, and it's that one-sided conversation that he does so well. What's that? What? What? You want me to what now? In the airlock? All right. A war bubble? Okay. <laughs> so this is Abraham it's, Lincoln's agent. Yes, it's cute after... again. Yes. <laughs> oh man, like I said, I got a bad feeling. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm saying. So then our plan is we're not going to record next week because it's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to all our listeners. We're going yes. to come back the week after Thanksgiving, and then we will wrap up Deep Space Nine, the actual series. And then after that, we will do the documentary. What we left behind. And then we plan on starting Voyager in 2021. Yeah. We might throw something else in between. Maybe some Columbo. I want to watch Columbo. Well. Definitely not silk stockings. Definitely not silk stockings. We made that mistake. That was a bad mistake. We need a Columbo with a Trek actor. Yeah, there's several of them. Exactly. I mean, so. so. You know, we can definitely do some Columbo. I'm going to be down for that. It's free on Peacock. Have you been on one of the uh, Sideways episodes, Jenny? Nope. No, I didn't. I I think I was busy washing my hair. My grandma had died or something. I don't know. Jesus. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I missed out on the silk stockings. I was about to say, that sounds like a fake excuse. My grandma's dead hair died. Yeah. I had to wash it. Yes. I got to wash my dead grandma's hair. But if you'd like to, we're going to do some Columbo. If you want to do a Columbo episode. There's some Columbo stuff we could. So, watch. which ones have you done? You've done Silk Stockings. I know that. Teen Wheels of Justice. Wheels of Justice. Which is about a guy who has a super truck, and the Eighteen Wheels of Justice was really a lot better than yeah. Silk Stockings. And G. Gordon Liddy is in Eighteen Wheels of Justice. Why do I feel like I remember this? I don't. I don't. Yeah, we talked weird. about it for yeah, a month. About it. Yeah, but I don't read anything you guys say until it's like time to do a show. It's true. I mean, I know she's not lying. Like, I'm totally fine with that. That's part of her charm. At least I'm honest. Yeah. yeah. I'm just Most surprised of... she's sober at this point. See? Yeah, I'm sober. <laughs> Relatively. So, but yeah, we love you guys. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Well, let's rate this episode. We know oh, yeah, that's right. Episode. We got to do that. I'm going to oh, say shit. this episode's a five. Like, I'm not. I'm... Well, speaking of Thanksgiving, this was a real turkey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm saying a five. I'll say, um, I'll say five and a half. 
I really like the scene where shit was blowing up. I was like kind of half in this the show and I was like, oh shit's blown up. Okay. Time to pay attention. See, I'm gonna go with a six because it would be a five for me, but sassy, sassy hell, uh, housekeeper always will improve a what show. The fuck the uh, Dennis. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Give no, your I was rating. Say six as well. I thought it was okay. I mean, the the good parts were good. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a terrible episode by any means. It's just in comparison to some of this stuff we've seen recently. It was. It's on the a downslope. T- the TV.com rated this episode 9 out of 10. What? With 138 user inputs. Whoa, did we miss this? Were we watching something different? Maybe I should go back and... I mean, honestly, like, it really wasn't... It wasn't bad. It's just for, like, the second to last episode, it just... Maybe it was, I, I mean, deliver. you know. It kind of gave me blue balls. It kind of, it that's TV.com, so I think that's, like, uh, Idiots. Fake news, back. fake news. It's fake news. Fake news. That's still 9 out of 10. I want a recount of these votes. 138. We're going to throw out all the black votes, though. Let's see what it is, and then it'll it be says, like... who is the episode MVP? Any guesses? Um, Damar? I'm going to say it was probably Esri. Odo? Jenny, do you have a guess? <laughs> uh, oh, God, who was it? I'm going to go with uh, Kira. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah! <laughs> Worf got three votes for some reason. Worf didn't he do was anything. Because he oh, sent yeah. them away while they were kissing. Yeah. <laughs> and then Quark and Brunt. And my Hardu, who is the valet or the bodyguard for the Grand Nagus. Okay. Know, man. Oh, yeah, when he shoves uh, Brunt out of the way. Yeah. Whoever did this voting is dumb. Well, don't change I do it have a slightly controversial opinion about, well, maybe not, just amongst this show. About Ezri and um, Bashir. Ooh, hot I actually thought like once they were together, they were kind of like it was kind of cute. It was, but mm. I didn't need, I didn't need the entire show building up to it. Mm. And I, and I think if I, you know, like we've talked about in the past, like if the entire first half of the season was not devoted to her and making us like her i probably would have liked it more like once they got all the bullshit out of the way i was, was like cute. oh they're actually kind of they're kind of cute yeah it was I like cute. it they were cute but i mean like julian just went through this terrifying experience where he thought he was gonna die in this guy's head and he's telling his he's totally queer baiting us and telling us that he loves his friend more than his his lady and he's like i love her i passionately love her i'm gonna tell her and then he kind of pussyfoots around it is like what did we do all that for last episode and they, I thought it was kind of bullshit. They were like, oh, but if we're friends and we take it to the next level, then we can't be friends anymore. Look, look at me and Ben right here. Look at us. Who would have thought? I'm so You guys are friends? Look at me and Bob. I mean nothing. <laughs> no origin. I told you New Jersey counted. I told you New Jersey counted. <laughs> I mean nothing. My my is my phone mess, me, yeah. messing up and I can't. I didn't right, need Nagus. I didn't need the Nagus story wrapped up. You have radioactive rain happening there in Virginia Beach, Ben. <laughs> Those damn to, contractors. Second to last episode, I didn't need the Nagus story. I wasn't going to wonder huh. if the series ended. Like what happened to the Nagus? I was perfectly yeah. fine with yeah. the Nagus being the Nagus. On that Nagus should have been land. like episode 
six of the yeah. season. Well, when he came back from the mirror, they rescued him from the mirror universe. Perfect yeah. send off for the yeah. Nagus. Like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm retired. Oh, and I really, really like though of of this episode, um, the Nagus and Moogie going off to Riza. They're just a couple of old fucking perverts. Like they basically just moved to Florida nudist colony. Mm-hmm. Who was the actress who was pushing up on Quark with the weird bodysuit feather thing? I do not remember her from anything. Why does she have lines? She just showed up and had a bunch of lines and was like, oh, I'm here to bang you. It's like, who are you, lady? Was that Mila? No, that was the housekeeper. So then who else? What was her name? I don't know. Uh, Lee- no, it was Lita. Celia Adams? They weren't that big. Ishka? Medium titty girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were no Dabo D's. Yeah, they were no Dabo D's. Her name, Celia Adams. She did. Really? Jesus. Yeah. The Dabo girl? Yeah, she did. Holy hard shit. life. 46. The hard dog life. She choked on some Dabos. Some Dabo balls. How is she not listed on uh, the cast list on Memory Alpha? That's... She was in Ferengi Love Song, Magnificent Ferengi, Prophet and Lace, Dogs of War, and What You Leave Behind. How, what did she die from? She had lung cancer. Although a non-smoker, mm-hmm. she got lung cancer at the age of 46. Oh, right damn. On. Her husband's memoir, Life's That Way, details her last few months. Jesus oh, Christ, sad. not so bad. Oh, whatever, man. And that's the, so is the, oh, she's Don Adams' daughter. Huh. Oh, wow. Interesting. Okay. Damn, son. No, no, she's, she's that's Moogie. Okay, never mind. Nope. It's, no, no, no. Yeah, okay. That's, I'm talking, this is Moogie then. Yeah. This is the actress Moogie is Celia Adams. Okay, so then because you replaced the lady, the first one was the lady from CCTV. So then, who was this other chick then? SCTV. Um, No, uh, Kathy DeBuono. DeBuono, Kathy DeBuono. She's still alive. Is that her? Yeah, yeah, that's her. Go to her website right now. She's an MA, MFT, focused trauma treatment forensic psychology. Oh, she married a woman. Oh, they were engaged. All the things. She's still alive. She's got an office right next to the Cheesecake Factory. That's the, that's a good life. I want to go out of business. Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake, cheesecake Factory? factory? How's yeah. the Cheesecake Factory? Everybody loves Cheesecake, Dennis. Yeah. I've never been there. Me neither, but it's real fancy from what I hear. Oh, she was a... Uh, she's a bring prisoner. She was a... Uh, she I played went, a Vulcan on the Take Me Out to the Hall Suite episode. I went to uh, P.F. Chang's like last year. It was terrible. Just, just a fancy Applebee's. Yeah, like I I don't get the hype for P.F. Chang's. Peter Chang's is better. Yes. I don't even know who Peter Chang is. I didn't either, but it's a thing. Yeah. Pretty good. He's so, apparently like a like a famous chef that lives in Virginia Beach. He started his own little chain. Changs. He's trying to trick people. He's trying to get the runoff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is P.F. Changs. Peter P is, stands for Peter. Yeah, Peter <laughs> Frank Changs. Yep, Peter fucking Changs. <laughs> hey, I'm Peter fucking Chang over, over here. here. Come get my Chinese food. It's real oh. spicy and shit. It's going to keep you hungry, unlike that other fucking place. 
Who was the place that we went to eat that day with uh, Jason? You want some gabagool? Peter Chang's. That was Peter Chang's down. Yeah. At the, so there's multiple locations. Yeah, there's one at like uh, Town Center. There's Sesame one at like Red Mill. Over here. Or not Red Mill. Ma, you ruined in the thought. You ruined the duck thought. We got Sesame Gabagool over here. Peter Chang's. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> That should be their slogan. Peter fucking Jags. <laughs> Forget about it. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Jesus. So this episode stunk. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't. And I feel like it made us all sad as a podcast. Like, I, we, were, like we were just like, well, it's some of this, it though, us, the momentum. That's all. It, I think the part of it, though, is also we have. Oh. One more episode. We do. So yeah. is, is this like the, like, we know it's over, we're breaking up next week, and then we're going to be sad. Are we going to be sad next week? But, you know, so for TNG, the penultimate episode was the Roe episode. And that shit was great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. Wrapped up her storyline, got her ready to ship off to DS9, which yeah, but we did actually they cared us... about wrapping up her storyline. Did yeah. they give us, like, ten episodes in a row of no. pretty solid stuff? No. No, oh, yeah. ghosts. God, no. So I, I mean, like, season. I'm not one. mad at DS9 for like, okay, this one just wasn't. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Which makes it worse, Jenny. That's actually <laughs> accurate. <laughs> not mad. I'm just disappointed. Well, I guess we'll see what happens next week. Actually, not next week. The week after, because we're taking Thanksgiving off. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, don't go anywhere. Just stay home. Um, have a zoom thanksgiving yeah that's what we're doing my i told my mom to keep her ass at home in virginia beach she's staying there it's all i'm very sad about that but it's it's just best for everybody Mm -hmm. we had a head start on you guys what do you mean or jews big family gathering is usually passover and that was back when this thing all first was starting and everybody was in like a heavy panic mode and so we were setting up like they were synagogues giving out instructions on how to do Zoom dinners. And... But you guys have the cure though, right? Because you control the world and the banks and stuff. Just the weather. Okay. I just, just, the weather. Just, just the weather. I thought it was the banks in Hollywood. No. Okay. All right. My bust. My bust. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Come on. Oh, this the, show's the best. I love the Jews. They're my favorite. Oh, yeah. If I was going to be any religion, it might I might be Jewish or Buddhist, one of those two. I thought about becoming a Catholic priest. Catholic's stupid. You don't want to do that. I, I love ritual. Uniforms and ritual, I'm all in. Yeah, but what about Just molestation? Go Lutheran, then. <laughs> huh? Just go Lutheran. Uh, it's basically the same thing. It's you worship the adult. The TV show. You have dogs and guns. <laughs> and all your problems would be solved hey. if you... I thought this was Lutheran church, man. Where's the fucking dog and the gun and the dog? And all your problems would be solved if you had a gun. Like, that's it. Oh, if I had a gun, yeah. I'd been able to fall off those blokes. That's right, Jesus. You sure would have. I'd have shot them all. I would have. Justin. <laughs> Justin. The gun's in the door. Gun's in the dog. What was her name? The main Alice. 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 You're breaking my fucking balls, Ellis. It's a good show. You should watch Luther. It's I just—he—he's always going to be Heimdall for me. 
Um, it's a good well, show. Peter McCann or Paul McCann is in it too. There's, and he's always going to be the eighth doctor. There's 17 seasons. There's, but there's only like six episodes. So oh. it's really, you could watch it in a night. Probably. I watched his charity one. Where he had the like last season though. All of the Olympic athletes were his family. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've seen that one. I mean, they're all dressed like him, making fun of his lines and stuff. And he's a pretty mm-hmm. good rapper. It's a BBC Red Nose Day thing. Yeah, they do that too with the with Walgreens. They have Walgreens in England. I th- I think we got Red Nose Day from them. Yeah, they've been doing it forever. I don't know, man. Because there's like a Red Nose Day Doctor Who special from like the the dark times after Doctor Who got canceled. They did it like a reunion episode in the nineties. That's the one where there was like a whole bunch of masters, right? Master, master. No, or was it the doctor well, that kept? No, that, that was the, there was one with the Hugh, the, Grant, Hugh Grant played the doctor. What? Yeah, that was also that was a different one. But they had one where they did a special where it was like all the doctors go to uh, EastEnders. But then it was this special thing where you, if you could get these glasses. And it made it look like the episode was in 3D. Those glasses you're wearing right now? No. Oh. But the thing was, is that the camera could only move in one direction. All movement had to be consistent and uniform in that direction for it to work. So everybody was always walking to the left side of the screen. And you're That's just funny. like, what the hell's going on? And you don't notice it until you notice it. And then it's just unmissable. Anyway. Anyway. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. I hope you have a, a wonderful holiday next week. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm I'm thankful for this show. Oh, Give some man. thanks, people. Yeah. I'm thankful for my friends that I do this show with. You guys are great. Have a have a safe time. Enjoy yourselves. And uh, yeah. Gobble gobble. Gobble ghoul. I don't understand. <laughs>